Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Weird World Podcast. My name is Dean. And my name is Carrie. Carrie over there is going to... I think she's going to do something a little bit lighter because we have had some, you know... Sure. Some kind of intense, let's say that, intense episodes yes. of late. And we pretty routinely promise to bring you something a little more effervescent. <laughs> I think we're finally going to deliver on that today, aren't we? Or unless you probably change it up at the last second. No. As you, okay. It is what we discussed. It is lighter on the surface. Ooh. However, we do need to put a content warning here because some people might want to opt out of this episode. Be more specific, please. Of course I will. We're going to be talking about what we find to be wacky and weird diets, mainly from like the 70s and such. But obviously these are going to be, you know, for the most part, extreme and unhealthy and a lot of disordered eating and stuff like that. So if this is not something that would be good for you to listen to, don't listen to it. Okay, but if you like wacky diets, then I think you should, (laughs) by all means, listen to it. That is something, I mean, all things self-help, and I think dieting kind of falls under that larger rubric, not the way motivational speaking self-help, but still diets are of that nature, and and wellness is that, and it's just become an absolute minefield of fraud and scams and abuse. Yes. Diets among the worst. So I can assume this is going to be a top 10 episode (laughs) because people love that stuff. Uh, 10-ish. Okay. You can count down, though? Please. Yeah. Come on, count we down. We will count first. down. Okay, good. And we're going to count up to the up. one that grabbed my attention and brought this whole idea. So you mean that's the last one? Is that you Correct. mean by Okay. Mm-hmm. No uh, chronological order? No. It's just, okay. No. You don't need a timeline for this one. I'm not going to do a timeline, but I'm going to do a list. Yeah, we'll talk about dates and stuff like that, and, you know, maybe years and decades. And such. Why I should hope so. Number one. Yes. The master- wait, wait, number 13, I thought. Let's go backwards. Mm, Don't you not no, do this? Co- no, because that's not how I have them listed. Well, if you could do the math I, for me. I'm going to. Okay. Number 13, the master cleanse diet. <gasps> the infamous mass. This one I have heard of. Which obviously cleanses are still a thing. Yeah. But here's a helpful hint from Carrie. Anything that talks about detoxifying your body just stop there unless and it's your liver because that's correct. what actually does that and exactly. i think the kidneys a little bit too yes so if someone says hey this is a detox thing and they're not talking about giving you a new liver or a new kidney <laughs> they're full of shit and you should walk away yes oh helpful hint from dean and carrie yeah yeah no i'm a big well this fan. one it it's also known as the lemonade diet or the maple syrup diet oh. and it was created actually in the 1940s by some guy named stanley burroughs his but, qualifications were, I'm going to guess, salesman at a car company or something. I don't know what I okay. don't know what he was, but I, I'm I'm not going to take any advice he has in any field <laughs> because his name is Stanley, or because because he came up with the master cleanse. True, and he created the diet in the 40s, but it became more famous when he actually published a book called The Master Cleanser mm. in 1976. His assumption is that all disease is one disease, Mm. which is a body that is not clean, a Mm. body with toxins. And when we expel the cause of all disease, the body will become clean and healthy. That was a quote from Stanley. Now I can tell by your voice, which is, by the way, spot on Stanley (laughs) imitation. So that's basically everything, cancer, whatever. 
I mean, it's it's toxins. All of it stems from yeah, toxins. Yeah, I don't want to talk for Stanley specifically, okay. but well, it, it has to be. If, it if sounds you, like that is his philosophy. Okay. You know, I'm going to switch this up. I am going to instead of being so damn just so disbelieving and cynical, Carrie, I'm with Stanley on this one. I think the master cleanse is a great idea, and I think all of these are going to be great ideas. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Okay. Guess what you're getting for breakfast, lunch, what am and I dinner? Uh, lemonade and maple syrup and... Cayenne pepper? Cayenne pepper, that's it. Mm-hmm. That sounds delicious, Oh, my by God. The way. I would probably vomit. Well, Stanley believes that lemons and limes are the richest source of minerals and vitamins of any food known to mankind. Pretty sure he has a good point. Also, they're available year-round, which that's is very good. handy yep. in, in, he says, in all parts of the world. Well, you know, that's for sure not true, but but yep. you know what? It must be that because Stanley said so. Maple syrup. I'm having a hard is, time already. <laughs> I know. Maple syrup is very high in minerals and sugar. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which will help sustain your body through the cleansing process. Sugar. Sugar. So your energy comes from... Sugar. In the case of maple syrup, is that, did it have to be real, legit maple syrup? Or it could be, you know, the, the maple syrup, the air quotes, that almost everyone eats in real life. You know, I don't know. You know, Aunt Jemima or some store-bought maple syrup, which is basically just sugar, sugar and flavoring. Or, yeah, sugar. I don't know, Dean. Okay. Um, and then the, the cayenne <laughs> pepper helps to stimulate the body's cleansing process. So lemons and limes for incredible minerals and vitamins. Mm-hmm. Syrup for sugar. Couldn't that just been sugar? And he just drink lemonade with cayenne pepper? Well, but he also says maple syrup is very high in minerals and stuff. So the maple part of it. Okay. Maple's yep. good for you from a tree. Mm-hmm, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm with that. Canada. Canada's never done anything wrong to people. And mm. you have the cayenne pepper. Just get you hot. Get you going. You know what? Kind of uh, comes The whole together. stimulating the body's cleansing process makes me think of the bowels. I don't oh, know does this make you poop? Not. I'm assuming. Oh. Because it also uh, helps break up the mucus that is clogging the blood because, you mucus. know, you don't want snot in your blood. There's mucus in blood? I don't know. I, I think you do. <laughs> well, you're supposed to drink this tasty concoction six to 12 times a day. Oh, my God. How much? Oh, I don't know. I suppose if you really want the recipe, you can look it up. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to give anybody. You sound disgusted and very unhelpful. I am disgusted. Okay. So six to twelve times a day. It's got to be a significant amount. Probably, let's oh, say a glassful, like sixteen ounces. Okay, yeah. twelve ounces. Twelve ounces. Eight to twelve. Six to twelve times a day. Yeah. Six to twelve. That's a lot of variability there, huh? Okay. Maybe if you're hungry. Hungry. Go hmm. Suck down some master cleanse. Okay. Okay, so for at least ten days. Mm. That's all you get. For ten days, for you're 10 days. effectively fasting on maple syrup, yep. lemon, and lemon water. Yes. Lemon water. Maple syrup of cayenne pepper. Uh-huh. Okay. But you can do it up to 40 days. Oh, that this sounds... This is starvation time. Ooh. This is terrible. Yeah, that sounds dangerous. No solid food. Of course it leads to weight loss. I'm starting to lose a little faith in Stanley. Not a lot, but a little. Well, you know what you're getting for the next 10 days. Uh, I, I will not. I'm traveling, <laughs> A, and B, I can feed myself, so... But, you know, you're also not getting the essential nutrients and no. calories that you need just to exist. Not sure you understand how much of those are in maple syrup and uh, lemons, but go on. That's fine. And not nutrients. Cayenne pepper probably has a ton of minerals and, ca- and vitamins and good and protein and <laughs> yeah, um, riboflavin. You just hit the zinc. nail on the head. What uh, is lacking completely in this diet? No protein. Hmm. So it, Stanley also says you can do this diet three to four times a year. 
but even more frequently in extreme cases. So, oh my God. So if you did it, say your extreme case, you did it five times a year, 40 days, that's 200 days. Yeah. You well, let's die. say most people are going to. Most, most people, people not. aren't going to. But if you did it three times days, for. <clears throat> 10 days. That's, okay. Well, that's not so bad. You can live. I mean, you're not probably going to probably die. Maybe not. Unless you don't live because. Ooh, now you're going to bring it down, mm-hmm. aren't you? Uh, but first of all, you will lose weight because you're going to yes. lose water weight and probably a fair amount of muscle because oh. you're really not going to be able to exercise. Sugar. You forgot about the sugar. Not sugar. enough sugar. Okay. And uh, it could also lead to a dangerous electrolyte imbalance. Uh, These cleanses can slow down your metabolism, uh, which to that I say a big duh. Of course it does. And this causes you to lose valuable muscle mass. It weakens your immune system and can cause a low drop in your blood sugar, which can lead to dangerous imbalances in your body and increase your risk of a heart attack. But you can fit into that bikini again. So, you know, pretty even. As you're being rushed to the emergency room. And then you fit into this clothes that you've been trying to wear. You've been trying to get back into for... God, years it seems like, and Mm -hmm. now you can, so I'm calling this even. The last part uh, about the blood sugar and the immune system and imbalances and risk of heart attack comes from the National Institutes of Health, (sighs) who I trust a tad more than Stanley Burroughs. Oh, you mean the people who told us to vaccinate to prevent (laughs) disease, those scam artists? I don't think so. I'm assuming Stanley's dead. Stanley, he died ironically from choking on maple syrup. Okay, number... What is cayenne from? Is cayenne from like a tree, like a tree bark, or is it it's peppers? So what are peppers from? Like, what are peppers from? Yeah. Cayenne? Oh, I don't like know. Pepper tree? Isn't a pepper. pepper tree a real thing? Well, we should I know mean, these things. We we have peppers growing in our backyard right no, now. No, not those kind of peppers. Peppers like black pepper. That's not from chili. Oh, peppers. peppercorns. Yeah. Probably a tree. I don't know. Okay. Uh, you've said I don't know <laughs> for the first one quite a few times. Come on. Okay. Number twelve. Twelve. The cookie diet. Which, you know, Ooh. sounds great to me. It does. This one's from 1975. But, of course, we're not talking, you know, my homemade chocolate chip cookies, unfortunately. Or, because um, they're the best in the world. Or, um, you know, Chips Ahoy or like Oreos. You can't just eat any old cookie. I'm worried because I like crunchy cookies, not soft cookies. You know, Chips Ahoy, as opposed to, like, so, gooey. So you're worried that the cookies on the cookie diet are soft cookies. Are they soft cookies or are they the hard cookies? Reason, yeah. That's the only reason you're worried soft, about this. soft, <laughs> like, gooey in the middle cookies, I don't like that. When you it's know, a gooey in the middle cookie, I tend to eat just the border of it. Well, the obviously, like I just said, you can't just eat any old cookie. I don't know if the special cookies for the cookie diet are soft or crispy. Maple-flavored cayenne lemon cookies? You do have to buy these special cookies. No, you can ignore that. Uh, you want to uh, what kind they are? Here's the flavors. Maple flavored cayenne lemon cookies. Maple pancake. <gasps> maple, ma- wait, maple pancake cookies? Uh-huh. That's a thing? Uh-huh. Well, I, in this brand of cookies. I want to try that. Butterscotch. Oh, I like butterscotch. Chocolate brownie. Mm-mm. Cinnamon oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Lemon and ginger. The advertisements for them call them, quote, normal cookies. They're just low calorie and they have some kind of special protein. <laughs> but anyway, this diet requires you to eat one or two of these special cookies for breakfast and lunch, mm-hmm. but also every two hours. So all day long, every day couple long. of hours. Okay. And uh, the, the man who came up with these, his name is Sanford Siegel. Mm-hmm. 
Dinner. I noticed the word doctor has not preceded anybody so far. Okay. No. Dinner is a 500 to 700 calorie meal. You know, like a protein and a a salad or whatever. But that's pretty restricted calories. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very restricted. And uh, so the, the, the purpose of the cookies is to suppress your appetite, keep mm. you from getting hungry. Mine, that could be, that could work. <laughs> so so you, get, you get protein sticks. cookies all day long, and then you have a fairly small but otherwise normal meal. Sure. If you don't do that very long and then do that for the rest of your life, I think you can keep the weight off. Uh, Wait, that didn't make you sense. You want to know what was in this for Sanford Siegel? Money? And his cookie diet company? One week of these special cookies will cost you, you can buy them now if you like, $80. Oh, my God. One week, be so one to two every couple of hours, and then, so let's say there's 10 a day, maybe. Are they selling you 70 cookies for $80? I don't know how many cookies. They just it's say. It's probably not 70, isn't it? For one month, mm-hmm. $200. Mm. So I guess you get a slight break. A, a two-month supply, $350. But you also get an ebook with that. Oh, an ebook. And as okay. you can imagine, the price goes up the more you buy. Yeah. That seems like a... Ridiculous. Well, you know what it seems like? It's like, I can't sell these shitty cookies, so I'll think of something that makes them more valuable. You know what I call? I call Sanford. You know what that is? Good old American gumption. That's what I call <laughs> that. It's power of positive thinking. It's a law of attraction. Well... That's why he's so rich. Yes. This was such a great and successful thing that has existed since 1975. It's still around? Yeah. He's, that company is still, is still selling these, yeah. l- really? Like I said, oh those are Lord. current prices. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I, I don't think it cost that much in 1975. Wow. Yeah, crazy, huh? Yeah. Have you ever heard of this diet? No. Me neither. Okay. So there but you go. If it's, still in, if it's been in existence for a, a half a century, Dean. that's some, some staying power. What? Yeah. So There's no way. There's no way there can be that many dumb people for that long. Oh, wait. <laughs> they just keep making new people. And okay. I take exception to you calling them dumb. I do too. I was being yes. satirical. I think we anybody who buys these cookies. conditioned by society. Yeah. To do what? I was agreeing with you, and to, now I, I want to know what you meant. To, to seek out diets. Oh, Especially miracle yeah. cure diets or a fucking cookie diet. Uh, yeah. If they have the word cookie in yes. them and the word diet, that is pure genius. Yes. And you know what he did? He's just those two words. Mm-hmm. I think he didn't, didn't, you know, gild it. Didn't go the miracle cookie diet. He just goes, you know what? Cookie diet. That's it. Not it, even the word of the. And also, it's essentially meal replacement. You yeah. know, slim fast. You replace your breakfast and lunch with a slim fast shake and then have a sensible dinner. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as soon as you stop doing that, exactly. all the way it comes Same back. Same thing with the cookie diet. Yeah. But you're eating cookies. Well, slim fast shakes are delicious too. Oh, you ever had them? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're going to agree to disagree on that. Uh, what number are we on? 11? We're on 11, a.k.a. 3. This one is called The Beautiful People's Diet. Oh, book. that sounds like it's going to be someone who I won't like. It's oh, Of course, you wouldn't like her. Her name, it's 1973, Luciana Avedon. <laughs> Not her real name, for sure, but okay. Well, Luciana is her real name. Avedon is a married name. Mm. But not... I. Was yeah, that was the name. She's princess. Sure, she is. <laughs> of course, she is. Oh my god. She was Princess Luciana Pignatelli because okay. you know she married into royalty when she was nineteen years old. Of course, she did to some prince who was also an executive at Gulf Oil. Yeah, not not a real <laughs> prince, but because there's no such thing. So you know, she's a princess. 
So she's, you know, got parties and socializing, mm. having kids, divorcing the prince, mm. taking plastic his money. surgery, writing books. So in, oh, I said 1973? No. Well, hmm. I'm getting conflicting okay. reports yeah, here. Yeah, from this page that you're looking at uh-huh. right now. Okay. For, well, I, that you, you know, wrote? I grabbed but okay. snippets okay. from different sources. Gotcha. So maybe she published it in 1970. Maybe she published it in 1973. The early 70s. We'll leave it at that. All, yeah. all so far, by the way, in the 1970s. Thank you, 1970s. Yes. For that is, and disco. Crazy. For heightened perception without drugs plus rapid weight loss, nothing beats the oldest known treatment for obesity, total starvation. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> you know, why would you? I, I mean, she thought, it, she thought of a better phrase for starvation. Yes. She called it beautiful people's diet. That's... Here, here's a quote from her book, How to Lose a Few Pounds. My technique is to eat my regular breakfast, about half my average lunch, skip dinner, and go to bed with an apple and a book. To go to bed in a quiet room and feel snug helps take your mind off food. <laughs> no, 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 it doesn't. I will also tell you, I have learned through my research, if you're hungry, you can't sleep. Really? Yeah. Oh. What you, if you're also tired? What if you're hungry and tired? What if you're a huddled masses? You might have a hard time sleeping. Yeah. You I guess you'd be more you tired are. than you are hungry. That's yeah. the key. Okay. That's that simple. Let's write a diet book based on that. <laughs> I know. How to be more, oh, just make people super tired and they'll sleep instead of eat. I don't know. We'll, we'll work it out. But uh, If you starve yourself, you will be super tired. There you go. So uh, she tells you to go to, to bed with a book, read an apple in a book. Mm-hmm. She also believes books are a great weight loss tool. Mm-hmm. Quote, yeah. one of the unsung merits of reading is that it keeps your hands so busy that it's <laughs> awkward to be messing about with food at the same time. <laughs> no one's ever, in her world, eaten something while reading. Okay. Especially in bed. You wind up with splotches on the books and crumbs in the sheets. <laughs> oh my God, Princess. <laughs> yeah, this is not, not a great book. What is your maid going to do about those splotches, I wonder? Yeah. One of uh, her other quotes is, if you watch slender people eat, people still slender past 30, you see they demand both good food and little of it. So just, you know, barely eat. You can eat what you want and stuff that's good, just not very much. That's a secret all of us could learn. Thanks, Luciana. Lucia, Princess Luciana, thank you very much. <laughs> Pig Natelli. Pig, yeah, she changed. That's why she got married. She goes, oh, wait, what does that mean in English? Let me get married. <laughs> Okay, what number are we on? Ten? We are on number 10, aka four. Diet pills. Diet pills. Good old diet pills. Classic diet pills. Mm, yep. And mm, you know, the 60s mm. and 70s, drugs were, you know. Mm-hmm. Big. <laughs> Big. Did I finish that sentence? You ran out of words there? You just you were so disgusted. You couldn't agree. <laughs> I was going to say something stupid. Okay. <laughs> well, why didn't you? Damn it. It's a missed opportunity. Diet pills. I, um, Black Beauties was a popular drug in, 19, in probably the, I don't know, late 70s, in, at least into the early 80s. Barbiturates. They were just, well, they're just diet pills. They're just stimulants. They weren't barbiturates. They were diet oh, pills. I, oh, I thought you were No, they were uppers. Oh. And yeah. they were simply diet pills. They were like, I think they were just sort of mass caffeine and some of the stimulants in there, and that was it. And they were sold, even though they were intended for diet, and they were, they were, they were diet pills. Yeah. They were sold as drugs, essentially. Well, essentially, amphetamines is what... Mm-hmm. A lot of diet pills were. Some diet pills were just made of fiber and indigestible starches, which mm, led to stomach pain delicious. and probably lots of poopies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, unsafe diet pills go back as far as the 1940s. Mm. 
I bet you they go back further than that. But they were called. Uh, they were basically appetite suppressants. Mm. They were called rainbow pills. Rainbow, and pills? they were heavily marketed to American women. And they were rainbow pills because they were brightly colored capsules huh. that had amphetamines, diuretics, laxatives, and thyroid hormones oh. to maximize weight loss. And for a mm. most part they probably worked pretty well yeah to get y'all buzzed <laughs> so you weren't hungry and you pooped all day long and uh said they were typically mixed with drugs like benzodiazepines barbiturates and antidepressants hmm. really just threw everything in there by the 1960s after some of these combos of of drugs in pills caused dozens of deaths. Whoa. The FDA removed them from the market. Huh. One of the ones that you probably remember, and I do too, was Dexatrim. Dextrim, I've heard of it. It was released in 1976. It was made by the creator of SlimFast. Hmm. Classy. Daniel Abraham. He had, sounds like a one-track mind. Dr. Daniel Abraham, I imagine. Didn't say doctor. Damn it. So this... Um, Dexatrim became controversial when a Yale University School of Medicine study found a link between it and he hemorrhagic stroke in females. Not good. You mean a stroke from a hemorrhage? What do you mean hemorrhagic stroke in a... Hemorrhagic. Oh. That's uncontrolled bleeding. Oh, that's that, not good. That's bad. That's what a stroke is. So Dexatrim made people die. Mm-hmm. And skinny. Yep, probably. Again, you got to sort of balance these things. You weigh one against the other and... Yeah. Let everybody I, make their own choice. My conflicting sources. One said it was pulled off by the FDA in the 80s, I think. Mm. This other thing said 2001. Hmm. So they could have had like a different formulation or something that then got pulled off in 2001, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Don't take diet pills, people. Yeah. No. Especially over-the-counter diet pills. Oh, so just take under-the-counter diet pills. Black market. Drug, black beauties. In other words, that's, that sounds like that's what you're advocating. Well, there are other reasons why people might be on some sort of weight loss medication, and I don't want to counteract anybody's uh, advice from their own doctor. Best diet pill ever? AIDS. <laughs> oh, that's on the mm. list. Oh, you have that? Okay. Not, by the way, just word of warning, not the disease, no. a different kind. Yeah. No. And it's not a pill, but we'll get to it. No. Much what more delicious. What number are we on now? We nine? are on number nine. The grapefruit diet. I do remember that vaguely, Everybody or I've heard of it. Everybody in my world did the grapefruit diet. Really? Yep. You don't like grapefruit? It's all right. But you like Fresca. That's confusing. Yes. I like the flavor of grapefruit. Okay. You don't like the what the, the fiber? You know what do you like about grapefruit? I love grapefruit. I don't like the process of making it. Okay, you like cut <laughs> a piece of grapefruit and you eat it. Are you talking about like you have to slice the little yes. sliver, the little triangles? Yes. Okay, yeah, that is annoying. And the only time I ever eat but grapefruit. But you know, you know, you don't make grapefruit. You process well, prepare it. it. Okay. Prepare it. But, uh, so I thought you thought you were God. And you we made... used to eat grapefruit. Who's we? Your family? Yeah, me, my sister. Okay. My friends that you know. Okay. All my with. friends we were crazy high school kids <laughs> eating grapefruit. Oh, not in high school, before oh. high school. We were crazy but. elementary. We were crazy fifth graders <laughs> eating grapefruit. We were normal stuff. Everybody also, did it. But we sprinkled healthy amounts of sugar on top That's, of that grapefruit. Yeah, a lot of people Because it's that. not good without mm. sugar. I, I'd like it. I wouldn't. Okay, I don't. Yeah, because you're weird. Mm -hmm. But uh, the, the great shape up from Florida grapefruit, 1972. Was when this started. I feel like this was started by the grapefruit industry. Yeah. Really? Well, it I was mean, brought, literally from yes, the grapefruit. Oh. Brought back in the 70s, but it was actually created in the 30s. Oh. 
Wow. That really came back in the 70s. So you would eat a half a grapefruit, or if you were like me and you didn't want to have to get out, pull out all those little sections, you could have four ounces of 100% grapefruit juice (laughs) before every meal. (laughs) As long as you paid into the grapefruit industry's pocketbook. Yeah, I I remember the grapefruit diet being like... Really old, like I, that's like people in the fifties and sixties did this, sure. didn't they? Right? Probably because it started in the thirties. Like, I, I feel like I've heard a reference in an old ass movie. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, like in the fi- from the fifties or something like that. Okay. But it came back big time in the seventies. Okay. So you you eat it before your breakfast, and then you could have like about two eggs, two pieces of bacon. <laughs> okay. So their grapefruit diet meant having some grapefruit and then having a very fatty, fried, very unhealthy breakfast is what that diet was. Well, the bacon's probably fried. The eggs don't have to be fried. You well, can poached eggs if I, you want. I, I'll, Hard-boiled I'll eggs. bet you for most people it was scrambled or fried. Um, and then lunch, you would have a protein with a salad and dressing, and dinner was meat and veggies. So, you know, that it w- sound like was a diet. essentially a low-carb diet. Mm. It is. And there's nothing wrong with grapefruit. It's probably quite good for you. It's very good for you. But people believed that it had some special enzyme yeah. in it that burned fat, and uh, which, of course, is hogwash. Yeah, because that's, that's why. It, it became the thing like, oh, you're on a diet, you're having grapefruit. And that was, I remember that was almost a, just a, a thing that people thought yeah. habitually, and that mm-hmm. was a real thing. So the reason was, is because they thought it's grapefruit specifically yes. helped you burn fat. And, yes. Okay. Yep. I didn't realize. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and as we know, eating grapefruit can negatively inter- interact with some medications that you're on. Did not know that. Yes, you did. Somebody Maybe I knew that. Somebody in our family has told us that more than once. Oh, I forget those things. And uh, and in fact, it does negatively interact with cholesterol-lowering drugs. So mm, if you're taking that. Really? Yeah, okay. you might want to check. Google that or check with your medical professional. Before you go on the grapefruit diet. Yes. If you don't have cholesterol, all those other kinds of situations, hell, you go crazy. Know. Everybody Eat. has a situation. Mm-hmm. So, you- so you're saying everybody should ask their doctor before they have any grapefruit. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> yeah. like that's what you're saying. That seems a little extreme. If you're on a regular medication, Google it. Okay. All right. Can I, I have grapefruit you, while taking... You sound angry. Something. Is the same thing true for oranges and lemons and apples? And I don't think so. I have okay. not heard Just that. Just grapefruit. So, Just grapefruit. so ironically, they picked the one fruit that is the most dangerous to the human... Well, to be fair, quote unquote, they... Yeah. In the 30s... With the grapefruit industry. You know, cholesterol-lowering uh, medications probably didn't exist back then. True. Probably true. As with some still, of the other ones. That still. Still an irony that later be found to be grapefruit is a ticking time bomb <laughs> on your plate. Just people. If we, if you take one thing away, is grapefruit could kill you, yeah. I think, from this yeah. episode. Okay. Thank you, Carrie. <laughs> he didn't mean that. I, I, I kind of did. Okay. But. The next one is one of my favorites. What number are we on? Eight. Eight. I'm doing really good at You are. Your backward counting is really solid. It is scary. It's wait. slapping. Okay, I just ready? found out that was a word. I, from me today. Yeah, I did. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. The sexy pineapple diet. Oh, damn. <laughs> you know be better than that? The sexy peach diet. But you know what? We'll work with what we have. Let's go sexy pineapple. How about the sexy eggplant diet? Sexy eggplant too, sure. This is from 1970. God damn. Seriously? Are they all from the 70s? Pretty much. Do, don't you have any new ones? You got to have some new ones. Hey. We're going to have some bonus new ones. Oh, yeah. We could, I could go on for days. I'm going to make <laughs> you go on for days. When you're done with, with these 1970s ones, I'm going to want to hear a couple of new ones. Okay. 
Okay. Keep that in mind. Uh, a Danish psychologist and sexologist named Sten Hegeler, <laughs> along with his wife Inge. Inga and Sten. They released they a book called on. The Sexy Pineapple Diet. Mm. These are all great names, by the way. Cookie Diet, Sexy Pineapple Diet. Yes. I would not never do any of them, but the names are, are quality. One of their other books, I don't know how many books they wrote, but they did have another book called The ABZ of Love. <laughs> <laughs> These are some smart Danish Which sex therapists. Which we might want to check out. The ABZ of Love. So The Sexy Pineapple Diet is where you eat pineapples and only pineapples two days a week. Oh. I think you can have two whole pineapples in That's those. That's it? In those. Or no, I'm three whole pineapples in those two days. So wait, so, three whole pineapples each day, each of those two days. So six total for the week. No, for oh, those. That's it? Yes. Oh, that's not so a lot. Like enough a pineapple, pineapple for me. and a half a day. I want more pineapple than that. On the other day. that's all I'm eating the entire day, I'm going to go up like six or eight pineapples per day. No. Whole giant, including that rough skin of, on the you outside. Don't think I'm going to eat get that sick too. No. Oh, well. On the other five days, you can eat whatever you want. Hmm, okay. That doesn't sound like a diet. <laughs> Sten and Inga claim that this will give you a slimmer body, more energy, and increased sexual capacity. Hence the sexy pineapple mm-hmm. diet. Okay. You do, however, have to wait until you're really hungry before you have your first meal mm. uh, on the pineapple days, I guess. And and your jizz will taste delicious. Ooh, it makes it sound like <laughs> interesting. It's pineapple and only pineapple on those days, but you can actually have up to 500 calories of regular food. Oh, that's a little bit cheaty, but, but 500 calories isn't very much. No, it's not. This that's like a I think it's a rice cracker and a cherry. Mm, you could probably have a a good size um, chicken breast. I would. Think. Ah. All right. I didn't realize that. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't don't know know either. I just said it's a rice cracker, so I don't know. Well, people think that, not not people like nutritionists, people Mm. who know things. (laughs) Yeah. So not these two Danish digmats, but okay. Think that. um, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm playing. I'm these two geniuses. Yes. Okay. That you can be full just from eating the same food over and over again. Oh. And it's called sensory specific satiety. Oh, you mean if you are just if you eat something over and over again and you just get sick of it, that mm-hmm. makes you not hungry. I guess that's interesting. Yep, huh. and you know pineapple is good. Pineapple's delicious. And it's good for you. Hell yeah! It has lots of good vitamins, and it makes you sexy. Yeah, apparently, it um, contains an enzyme called bromelain mm. that was associated with fat burn, burning fat. Not sure how true that is. Mm, probably not at all. It's not some magical weight burning thing. Mm, we thought and grapefruit was too. Yes. Clearly, this is not a sustainable diet. Mm. I don't know how long Inga and Sten say you need to be on the diet, but. So, first you told us grapefruit is killing people. Now, pineapple can kill you as well. You're ruining all the citrus. I don't think it'll kill you. Because, I mean, if you fast two days a week and eat the other five, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. We have to start the all-gruel diet. You just eat gruel every day, all day, like in the Matrix, and you're going to lose weight. Yeah. Because you're sick of it, you won't eat it anymore, and I, I, I kind of feel like we should write a book. <laughs> gruel! Exclamation point. Sexy gruel. Something like that. We'll think, we'll workshop it, we'll think. The interesting thing is... Grill cookies. Stan and Inga did not 
initially call it the sexy diet, uh, the sexy pineapple diet. They called it something a lot less. Um, it's in Danish. It's sexual unskin diet pineapple no. pumple mousse. What? Called, they called it like the world's best diet or something like oh, that. Oh, that's just It was arrogant. the American publisher who called it the sexy pineapple diet, of course. But obviously they're talking about how it increases your sexual capacity, yeah. whatever that is. I felt like the two so, Danish, they kind of missed that one. That was yeah. that was lame. That was low-hanging fruit, so to speak. And, and he was also a sexologist. So. Yeah, he didn't think yeah. that one through. Yeah. Danish. Number five? Number five, seven. You're close. Oh, seven? A.K.A. number the, seven and seven. Yeah, it is number seven. The Israeli army diet. What? Everybody thinks the Israeli army knows how to do You know, it's like Krab Magra is the best way to <laughs> yeah. fight. And, um, I guess they must eat. Let's find out what they eat. No. Well, this basically, it's for eight days in a row, and you eat the same type of food each day. So, like on the first day or the first two days, only apples. Mm. The second two days, only cheese. Mm. The next two days, only chicken. And the last two days, only salad. Is this something like the satiety? This the what the hell do you call it a minute ago? Where you just get, kind of get sick of it, or no sensory specific S- satiety? S S I don't know if that's the theory behind it, but it's strange. It, and it also has nothing to do with the Israeli army. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it might be like just logistics. You know, if we just have to ship apples for a couple of days and then just <laughs> cheese for a couple of days, this makes everything simpler. Nope. Just a gimmick that really? somebody came up with. It's just a fad diet. I've never heard of it before. I didn't. I actually didn't even see when it came about. I'm assuming in the 70s. because. <laughs> what if it didn't? But clearly it's unhealthy. Clearly well. days... Uh, the first two days and the last two days. Apples, cheese. What was the third one? Well, uh, specifically the first two days, apples. Yeah. The, se- the last two days, salad. Salad. What was, what was the no third No protein. Yeah. And you're going to lose muscle. Um, the second two days is cheese. Yeah. The third two days is chicken. Chicken. That's it. And the last two days is salad. So chicken and cheese has protein. Mm-hmm. Apples, no. Salad, zip. Sal- I'm assuming salad without any protein. Yes. Can you have croutons? Just a green salad. Can you have arugula? I can you have onions? You can never Can you have a vinaigrette? Could, could you have ranch? And then uh, days three and four, which are those? Oh, uh, cheese. cheese. High in saturated fat, no fiber. You could get constipated. Oh, oh yeah. If you all eat cheese and nothing but cheese for two days, mm-hmm. you are going to have problems. The, yeah. the days five and six should have been laxatives. Well, and also five and six is only a protein, so, you know, no carbs, which can be an issue for some people. Some people like no carbs. Mm-hmm. It's just not very nutritious. No, no, no. Obviously, but, when you go off of it, you're going to gain. But as we know, back. the Israeli army used this for, has used this for decades and still do to this day. And so it's a, it's a tried and true. It's a proven effective diet. I disagree. I, again, I support this. You also shouldn't exercise while you're on the Israeli army diet, so that's Why? a little counter. They tell you not to exercise as I don't part know of the they diet? do or not, to be honest. Or like exercise is so dangerous because on this terrible diet that you could die. That, yeah. Wow. So grapefruit, pineapple, apples, cheese, salads will all kill us. You're a buzzkill. <laughs> now, is, are we on number six now? Yes, we are. This is called the last chance diet. Mm, that's that foreboding. Great. 
This is from 1976. This is less well-named. <laughs> I know. All of the others. The You Will Die Diet. The Weak and Hungry Diet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Written by Dr. Robert Lynn, our first actual doctor. I actual don't know doctor? What, mm. I don't know what he's a doctor I'm going to say homeopathy. Almost certainly. But this one... Our doctrine of quotes. Oh, no, it's a doctor of, like, psychology. You only have one product that you have. It's called Prolin, and it's a liquid protein drink. Named after himself. Okay, well, he's... Uh Uh-huh. I'm already a big fan. The problem with Prolin... Well, actually, there, you know, when it first came out, there were reports of people losing around 10 to 30% of their body weight Fairly quickly. That seems to a lot. Uh huh. But then a bunch of people started dying. Oh. It's less than 400 calories a day, which is terrible. Yeah. Way too low. And um, it was, like I said, very low calories. It was for the entire day, but it was a poor quality collagen drink mm. that was low in vitamins, minerals, electrolytes, and even in the protein itself. So it was just, it was probably maple syrup and lemon juice. No. I would like to think that Dr. Robert Lynn ended up in jail, mm. but it didn't no. say anything about that. I bet you he didn't. Uh, you want to know what it's made out of? Uh, I do. Slaughterhouse leftover products. Oh, God. Like crushed animal horns, hooves, tendons, hives, I don't know what that is, and bones. Is this, is this, that's what they make glue from. Yeah. This can't be good. Was this liquid glue? Was this like a, like a, like a thin glue? Ugh. I don't know what the consistency protein drink. I guess there would be some protein in some of those, some of that slop on the floor, wouldn't there? Yeah, but probably not much. No. They added flavors and color to it to make it look more appealing. (laughs) A lot. Mm -hmm. Approximately 60 people died. Oh my God. Yep. They were attributed to abnormal heart rhythms, which would have resulted from the shrinkage of the heart due to the (gasps) diet drink being low in vitamins and calories. Your heart can shrink? Yeah. I did not know this. Starvation causes things that I didn't realize it could. Yeah. Damn it. So the FDA took action. So in addition to grapefruit and pineapple <laughs> and all the Israeli things, you're now going to throw hooves and horns on yes. things that can kill you. Yeah. Okay. Hooves and horns, I feel like we a lot of people may have known that already. But the fact that people bought this and paid money for it in the 70s, I'm assuming? Is that yes. what you told me? Okay. 1976. Oh, 1976. I'm sure it wasn't advertised as a drink made from... Hooves and horns! Exclamation point. That's Leftover. What, that's what you should have called it. <laughs> okay, next one? Yes. What number are we on? Four? Five. Oh, five? Yeah, you're a streak there. I know. I got my head. Mm-hmm. This one's called the seven-day milk diet. Ooh, that sounds hideous. Guess who made this one up? The milk industry? The California Milk Advisory Board. Mm, thank you, California Shocker. Milk Advisory Di- Dairy farmers always have been honest to America yeah. for decades. From 1976, they released a pamphlet Jesus. called The New Seven-Day Milk Diet. How did we survive the 70s? It's, it, no. All these things were being thrown, these crazy-ass <laughs> dangerous hooves and horns, seven-day milk diet. <laughs> The, the 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 ticking time bomb that was grapefruit. All of these things we survived the decade yeah. is amazing. So basically, and every meal, and Hutch. every oh. meal is replaced with a glass of milk. You could have four pints a day. Jesus Christ, I would explode. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you would. I, I'm lactose intolerant. This would not be a good good look <laughs> no. or feel or smell. Um, 
Because, as you know, milk contains micronutrients that minimize fat deposits and therefore lead to weight loss. That's a big fat lie. Yes. Milk industry of California, Uh you are liars. It says, of course, if you cut out food and just drink milk, you're going to lose weight, but you will also probably be extremely unhappy and likely to put the weight back on. You can't stand drinking only milk every day. What if you could put chocolate flavor quick in it? Then maybe our strawberry yeah. or vanilla. I liked all three of them. I mean, obviously, any such diet is, I mean, it's incredibly restrictive, which mm-hmm. we know is bad, unsustainable. So, like, literally three, wait, how many did you say they could drink? Four pints a day. Four pints. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like the American system of weights and measures. What, is, yeah. what does that mean? What is a pint? Is that well, 16 like, ounces? I forget. Pints were like the little, wasn't what it's we pint, got in ounces? elementary school? Like I a, think a pint is eight ounces. I think so too. Well, that's a cup. Oh, shit. It might be See, this is why we need to go metric. It'd be so much easier than this. <laughs> I thought they were those little cartons that you would get um, here, in the lunchroom at school up. was a pint. Pint to... Maybe that's a half pint. Ounce. 16 ounces. Yeah. So a pint is 16 ounces. So I so think you, you got have, a half pint. Okay. So. so you could have 16 ounces of milk times four mm-hmm. per day. So it's like a very tall glass of milk four times a day. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. No. I, I. Yeah. Sounds very healthy. Yeah. I, I'm supporting of this as well. I would vomit on a daily basis. I would do worse. Yeah. So how long did that last? Doesn't I? I yeah, never. I that's know. another one I've never heard of. Yeah. I mean, it's good, but yeah. Um, whatever number we're on. Four. The Sleeping Beauty diet. Ooh, I like that. The idea is very simple. The more you sleep, the less you can eat. <laughs> <laughs> that's great be depressed and old and uh, you will lose weight there's two ways to go about doing the sleeping beauty diet the first one just sleep as much as possible especially when you're hungry or but you just told us earlier that it's hard to sleep when you're hungry exactly okay i'm gonna need, I'm gonna need a lot of sleeping pills here so it needs to be that's the second way okay you use sedatives which Great. is probably how Elvis did it. Yeah. No, this is really good. This is As we know, later in Elvis's life, he got a little bit heavier. Yeah, he did. He did. So this is what He used a sleeping beauty diet? Yeah. I did not know that. It he, does not appear that it helped. He did it with a lot of sedatives, which really? also didn't go well. So he slept all the time? For Elvis. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. So he was the anti Michael Jackson. Yeah. He was Michael Jackson reversed. I weirdly. Well, and this is pretty disturbing because there are online communities, primarily young women, I'm sure, particularly pro-anorexia communities, mm. which are disturbing. Pro-anorexia. There's a pro-anorexia communities. It's horrible. Yes. Yikes. I've never seen them firsthand, but I've heard awful stories. But hmm. they, there are some where they encourage each other to take a sedative like Xanax. So that they can sleep for like 10 hours a day so they don't eat. Yeesh. Yes. That's not good. They also encourage each other to exercise and severely restrict calories during the day. So it's not good. Uh-uh. Uh, good sleep, you know, sleeping Rain well sleep, yeah. is important. Absolutely. And, and it's also helpful for maintaining a healthy weight and losing weight if you if you are trying to lose weight. So sleep is good for many other reasons. But not 20 hours Excessive a day. Excessive sleep is probably not good, especially if you're doing it instead of eating. Yeah, that's that's weird. What year was this? Oh, I don't know when it started. Probably in the 70s because Elvis <sighs> was doing it. 
So, or maybe the sixties. He died in the early. When did he die? He died uh, in the seventies. Okay. Yeah. Which okay. and he was doing it later. So. Okay. All right. So now, now we're adding to the list. I needed. I should have started the list of things that can kill you, according to Carrie. <laughs> and one of those is sleep. So you will die. And we have an episode about that. This is yes. this is similar. Okay. Yeah. Um. The next one. I don't know what number is three. It? The sugar diet. Nice. Wow, that's almost as good as the cookie diet. Yeah, it's great. If you want to see some fun advertisements, Google the sugar, <laughs> sugar diet. Sugar can be the willpower you need yeah. to undereat. Ooh, the willpower to undereat. So you're admitting yep. you're undereating. When you're hungry. Not, it's not a great sentence. Yeah, it says this writing is super small. It's hard to eat. But basically, when you're hungry, it means you don't have any energy. So eat something with sugar, uh-huh. and oh, so it's not just gulping mouthfuls of sugar. It'll give any- you energy. Okay, well, so you could, like yeah, candy, no. you could do candy or weirdly ice cream. cookies, this, ice yep. cream. Okay. This is ice cream. I like it. Kool Aid. It's crazy. Another one says, "Get ready for that for the fat time of day." For the f- what does that mean? Get ready for the fat time of day. I don't know what that means. The fat time of day is anytime you overeat. So what? sugar's instant energy can get you past the the fat time of day when you want to eat oh. a whole bunch of food. You eat a, something a little bit fattening with a little bit of sugar, that'll give you willpower oh. to not eat, to not gorge and eat a whole bunch of stuff. It's a little bit like there was a commercial for, I can't remember, you know, 20 years ago, I'm sure, but it was like a Snickers commercial. It was like, oh, you're hungry on the gold? Just grab a Snickers. Yes. <laughs> okay. They're probably still like doing idea. this. Yeah, this is from 1970. Here it says, the fat time of day is when you're really hungry and ready to eat and eat and eat. The message is coming from your turned up apostat. Okay. I think something the sugar council made up. They're just making up words at this point. You can turn it down shortly before mealtime by snacking on something sweet. The sugar in a soft drink, a couple of cookies, or a candy bar turns into energy in minutes. Is this, is this really from the sugar, sugar industry? Is yeah. Like oh, my God. By cutting your appetite and increasing your energy, sugar helps slip you past the fat time of day the sweetest way possible. Sugar, only 18 calories per teaspoon, and it's all energy. <laughs> that's None of that's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They're vile human beings. Yep. They also say that sugar can, quote, spoil your appetite. Mm, so if, well, you, if you nibble on a cookie no, about can't. an hour before lunch, it's going to, like everybody's mom said, don't, eat, don't have that. It'll spoil yeah, your appetite. Yeah. So the way to lose weight is to not eat by eating foods that are by definition terrible for you and are fattening. Yep. Okay. Yep. This I, is- you know what? Again, in my new role, I love it. I buy it. I believe it. Oh, I like sure. Snickers. Yeah. I like sugary things. Well, so. they also talk about, you know, how kids eat sugary yeah. snacks. And they talk about sugar's good natural sweetness, like a spunky glass of cola. A spunky glass of cola. That goes back to the sexy pineapple diet, but go ahead. Can be an important part of any, quote, balanced diet. A spunky glass. Here's my favorite ad. <laughs> My favorite. Uh, if this is a, a it features a, a big old glass of Coke. Well, Coke did stop a war and cause world peace, as you would yeah. call. So maybe. If sugar is so fattening, how come so many kids are thin? Oh, first of all, a perfect. Not true. B, you're vile. <laughs> Next time you pass a bunch of kids, take a look. Kids eat and drink more things made with sugar than anybody. But how many? 
fat kids do you see? That is some solid logic. Yep. That's some solid, it's, it's testable, it's provable, it's the methodologically is, sound. Yeah, if you constantly take in more food than your body needs, you'll probably get fat. So they're saying if you eat a balanced <laughs> diet and a bunch in of sugar. moderation, including okay. sugar in moderation, yeah, that's doesn't part sound like of what they're a saying. balanced diet. I'm not feeling moderation from these advertisements, so... Mm. Well, they're also saying, you know, you need it to fuel your body. Yeah, no, you don't. They also out. say it has a good psychological effect. Depends. It, it makes I don't know, does shape. sugar have that? It's a little reward. Or is it things that, like, chocolate is known for, like, some people th- consider that a mood lifter, but is it the sugar or the chocolate? It's something in the chocolate. Okay. Isn't that like theanine I'm or something? Sure. When something is the like chocolate that? diet? How have you not said the chocolate I diet? Know. How is it not better? If there hasn't been a chocolate diet, I trademark know. now us. We should. Yeah. There's a good article about the sugar diet in the Atlantic. So, I mean, basically say it, it'll satisfy your hunger pangs and... Wait, the Atlantic article says that? or it, No, the, okay. the sugar diet. It's going to say, wow. And give you uh, energy to exercise and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no. Great. They say, after all, it's a carbohydrate. <laughs> you need carbs in your diet. Okay, well. Okay. Number two, right? Yep. Good. AIDS candies. AIDS candies are classic. Yeah. A-Y-D-S, but it didn't matter. Yes, A-Y-D-S. This also started before the 70s, but you and I remember it from the 70s and 80s. It actually started earlier than that, I think around the 40s. And in the 50s, it became like a big Hollywood thing. The ads were all using Hollywood, you know, glamorous Hollywood Hmm. Actresses, Miss Joanne Woodward for AIDS. I That's a, Joanne Woodward would never have done that. Okay, Miss Gina Lello Brigida, Zsa Zsa Gabor, Miss Zsa Zsa Gabor to talk about AIDS. AIDS, I love it. Barbara Hale was one. Barbara Hale really did these things. Barbara uh-huh. Hale, that name sounds familiar. Okay. I don't know who it is. She was a Hollywood actor. Now, if it was Barbara Feldon from Get Smart, I would buy that. Big but everybody knows Josh Gabor. She said she yeah. used it to get thin. Mm. So basically, it's an appetite suppressant candy. They were available in three flavors: chocolate, caramel, and butterscotch. Delicious. Oh, yeah. No, they were good. Yeah, my mom like had them. Squares. I would steal them sometimes. <laughs> I thought they're candy, as far as I could tell. I didn't know they're appetizer presents. It's basically a low-calorie candy fortified with health-giving vitamins yeah. and minerals to curb your appetite, so you eat less. What was the curb your appetite part, though? Did it have I don't know chemicals or things like that, like amphetamines or something like that? that... No, I don't think so. Okay. Nope, it, it was specifically marketed because it contains no drugs or laxatives, hmm. which were probably the typical diet aids of the time. So I wonder why it was an appetizer. They said it was guaranteed pure. Huh. I think just eating candy. Was it a placebo appetite suppressant? This is an appetite suppression. It's not in any chemical real way, but you thought it was, maybe. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably a large placebo hmm. effect in it. Intriguing. The, one of My the mom dis- would never fall for things like that. <laughs> <laughs> one of the more disturbing advertisements, hmm. probably from the 60s it looked like, based on the clothing of the women, they promoted it for pregnant women. Ooh. Yes. Yeesh. As a way to keep your pregnancy weight down, oh. take a diet yeah. candy. That's terrible. Uh, the candy's tagline was AIDS helps you take off weight and keep it off. Which <sighs> Ironically, is not so great. That into slogan the 80s. would later be resurrected, it turns out. Yeah. They should have, when the AIDS uh, 
pandemic came, they should have. Was it a pandemic? I don't know. No, but, but when, an when, epidemic. Yeah, when the AIDS epidemic, that's the what I was looking for. When the AIDS epidemic came around, they should have leaned into it because they they tried for years. Oh, they did. And finally failed and realized they were yeah. it was too much. But and they, they said we're into, not changing our name. We're yeah for years. AIDS. Yeah, and the, but their sales plummeted. Yes, and we, we handled this in the weird in the food one we did yeah, years ago. So. But they should have leaned into AIDS and just no no we're in favor of AIDS. AIDS isn't bad if you these days if someone was making money from AIDS, they would have done that. They would have been pro-AIDS and denied that AIDS was dangerous and said that AIDS, the disease, was actually very good for you. I could see that happening. Yeah. Well, I think the worst part about AIDS can the AIDS candies is just the whole fucking diet culture, you know, diet yes, culture but part of it. And women, in order to be glamorous, you need to be thin and blah, blah, blah. These are facts, Carrie. You're just yes. stating actual <laughs> facts. Uh, delicious, too. I'm not going to lie. I liked all three flavors. Never tried one. I did. You know, my maybe mom. I've had a butterscotch, but I'm almost positive we had chocolate and um, caramel. You'll notice my mom was not bamboozled by no, the no. Hollywood actresses promoting Should have drank AIDS gallons candies. and gallons of Diet Pepsi and smoked oh, her no, entire no, life. No. On, so. Not Diet mm. Pepsi. Back in those uh, days, it was regular old Pepsi and cigarettes. Okay. We'll see. There you go. So she mm-hmm. was not bamboozled eating tons of sugar and smoking. She was so on now, the sugar mm, diet? The, the sugar and tobacco diet. And the tobacco diet. <laughs> yeah. That's <was> very <laughs> health conscious. I mean... Didn't they promote smoking as a way to stay yes, slim? Yes, I think they did. Virginia Slim. Yeah. You know, you'll still hear references to that oh, sure. in movies and things like that that are not being paid by the tobacco industry to promote cigarettes. I say that with sarcasm because they are and yeah. they just deny it. But yeah, you'll still hear references to that kind of a thing. Yeah. Well, they say, you know, models and ballerinas. Smoke? Yeah. That's, that's, okay. yeah. Right. They got to stay thin. I would love to see a model on the runway. In some Smoke. new outfit, <laughs> just puffing away on the whole the whole catwalk. Okay, number one. Drum but roll, until we do some new ones, number one, go ahead. The wine and eggs diet. Wine and eggs. Do you remember when I told you about the wine diet? No. Well, this came from Vogue. They printed did. this diet. <laughs> It might have even been developed by Helen Gurley Brown herself. I don't know that for a fact. 1970s also? Yeah. Okay. Yep. This is what they printed. Wine and eggs, three days, you will lose five pounds. And in how long? Two, three days. Oh, in three days. So you have nothing but wine and eggs for three days. Two and a half kilograms. Well, not quite. Two and a half kilograms of eggs? Of weight loss. Oh, of weight loss. Oh, you'll lose two and a half kilograms. Mm-hmm. They did metric in vogue in the 70s. Mm-hmm. That doesn't, okay. Well, That's weird. In parentheses, five pounds. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't use, okay. Two and a half kilograms. Got it. I think that's not correct, but go ahead. So for breakfast, you have one hard boiled egg and one glass of white wine, dry, preferably Chablis, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can also have black coffee. Okay. So it's not, they didn't want to call it the wine, eggs, and coffee diet. Correct. Okay. For lunch, you can have two hard-boiled eggs, mm-hmm. poached if necessary, two glasses of white Whoa. wine, and again, black coffee. Is it additive or exponential? Can you have four and four for dinner, or is it going to be three no. and three? Ah, oh, damn it. For dinner, mm-hmm. you can have five ounces of steak mm-hmm. grilled with black pepper and lemon juice. Oh, okay. They're even giving you a recipe. I, uh-huh. I respect that. And then the remainder of your white wine, because you can have one bottle per day. Okay, so that'd be one glass in all likelihood, right? Because you've already had three glasses. A bottle is usually four glasses. Okay. They should just say in one glass of wine. It rather. depends on how big your yeah. <laughs> bottle <laughs> Before, is. Or like Kirsten, what's her name, did in that Netflix movie. Yeah. That was one glass. 
And then, of course, you can also have black coffee for Who was dinner. that? Now it's bugging me. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. I like Kristen Bell. For the 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 girl across the yes, street and that the blah, 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 blah. So there you go. Do that for three days, and you're going to lose five pounds. You you might. And then on day number four, you gain it all you're back. You're going to gain a good part <laughs> of it back. This was crazy. Apparently, it came from ni- the 1977 beauty issue of Vogue. Mm. There's a a journalist named Diane McMartin who decided she'll come try it. And then write about it. So, um, so the first day she did it, it she didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And so, but the morning of day two, she weighed herself. She lost six point two pounds. Wow! It, in one day. In one day. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Which was crazy yeah. because for three days you're it's five pounds. Huh? Water. They're underselling it. Water. It's water. Well, could water you drink? Could you drink as much water if you wanted to? No. Did it have any restriction? So that was, wait. I, well, I don't know because it doesn't say you can drink water. Uh, really? Yeah. So real, So if you're not taking any of the liquids, you're just having a, 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 for the whole day yeah. one bottle of wine and some coffee. Yes, and we know what Depends wine does coffee. to you. Yeah. It makes you drunk. Is that what you meant? It makes you drunk, but alcohol, it doesn't dehydrate you too. It can, so, yeah. Yeah. So um, she said, that doesn't seem healthy. Did I pee out my spleen or something? (laughs) (laughs) And then on day three and four, she together, or two and three, Mm -hmm. she lost another pound. Okay. So she she lost about seven pounds. Yeah. Which is. But very front loaded. Better than advertised. Yes. And she said, I think when people read about this diet, it seems like kind of a glam 70s lounge around in a caftan and day drink kind of thing. It does. Or you would feel decadent to drink at every meal, and it might distract you from how little you're eating. She said, it does yeah. not feel that way. It feels terrible. She said she felt stupider. Yeah. <laughs> she was irritable. She was sad. She had no energy. You know, she couldn't work. Drinking wine can appear glamorous. <sighs> eating a hard boat egg is really hard <laughs> to make look classy and sexy and yeah cool. and she doesn't like hard boiled eggs so right. that was it was difficult for her some cholesterol issues there too if you kept that up for very long right yeah but so you're, only, you're only supposed th- to do it for three days oh, okay and that was it so you know it was to get into that gown yeah, for that well, big you need uh, to lose those quick five pounds yeah. i guess or seven pounds so yeah yeah but again as soon as you go back to your regular way of mm-hmm. eating you're going to gain it all back probably and then some which is why the term yo-yo dieting was invented yes, because yes. it is a real thing. That'd be a, a, a diet that called itself the "you'll gain it back" diet would be breath would be honest. Yeah, and I think a little bit. Yeah. Well, her conclusion was that food is awesome. Fad diets are awful for your emotional as well as physical health, and you should not do them. So she's pro food. Yes. Huh. Bold statement. She also thought it was a bad idea to drink on a near-empty stomach. That I can prove she's wrong. Because I've done that a lot of times and nothing bad has ever happened from that. So. <laughs> sure. So, yeah. That one has been going around the old social media lately. Ye old social media. Did you just say that? I said the old oh, social I really, media. I want you to have said ye old social I media. Because it's, like it's, it isn't ye okay, old. I wish you would. It's the old. So that was Carrie's top 13 crazy ass fad diets, all from the 1970s. But we promised you some current hot Instagrammable diets, some TikTok 
dais that are hot, hot, hot here in the 2023. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to bring that to you in a weird bit that will follow this episode. So stay tuned for that. Yep. And thanks for listening Until to this then, one. We'll see you. Okay. Bye.